This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. I am your main lady, your host, Stacey Ray, and I am really excited today. I've actually been a little bit jazzy all day today. Sorry I'm a few minutes late jumping on. You always think you're ready, and then you're not. So a little bit of a sound thing going on there. What's new? It's my life lately. So this is episode number three, and I'm really stoked. I'm actually kind of getting into the groove, getting into the groove, guys. So this is going to be a lot of fun. If this is your first time checking this out, I want to welcome you to Lady Talk Radio. This is where it is all about real conversations, about real life. And you can trust that things are probably going to get real weird sometimes too, because this show is totally live, which means that I do not edit it. We do not gloss gloss over, gloss or gloss over, and uh, we keep it real. And uh, it's all about real topics. So today's topic, we are talking all about your period, girl, and how they affect us, how we can understand our periods better, how we can tap into them, and even possibly, maybe, kind of love them. So if you are one of those girls that is saying that your period is a curse, and every single month you are dreading it, even loathing it, or you have had some different struggles and things with your period that are just not so awesome... Uh, you know, we hear you, we want to support you, and I want to give you some really cool ways to actually understand your period today and uh, maybe even, uh, like I said, start to love it. So if you have any, uh, any questions or anything that you want some support with or you want to share an experience on the show or after the show, you can feel free to text or call Lady Talk Radio at 250-800-0796. And uh, yeah, if you are new to the tribe, if you have never been to Lady Alpha, that is our hub, our lady posse, our thang. You can go to weareladyalpha.com. We would love to know you, support you. We want to have your back. So 2017 is coming really quick. And if you were anything like me, you've got some big things on the horizon. And so uh, why do that alone? Seriously, just uh, get in a community of women that want to have the conversations that move you forward and support you in having your best freaking life ever. I can't believe I just said frickin'. Like, if anybody knows me, that was a fuck moment. But anyways, uh, a lot of people are asking me what this show's really about. Why did I start this show? And I want to tell you, I believe in a world where a lot of stuff is not real, (laughs) that we are all craving, I know I am, some raw, honest conversations. And especially in our lady culture, we tend to not really talk about the things that are going on for us, inside of us, sometimes in our own lives, or other people's lives, or all of our lives. And uh, I just want to start talking about those things without the need for alcohol. Uh, That's cool too. Sometimes I might drink a little wine on this show, but besides all that, I want to say we can have these conversations without doing that. You know, conversations truly do have the power to change our lives. And all we got to do is just instigate those conversations and have those conversations with people that we trust and the people that we love. And uh, with this show, really what we're going to do is just bring about some of those conversations, bring you some ideas, some insights, some inspiration to help you live better. And of course, nothing is more awesome than learning from our fellow ladies. Can I get a whoop whoop? Seriously. Uh, I want to give you guys a little preface because, uh, you know, I like you guys to know what's happening. If you are under the age of 18, this show is probably not for you. 
unless you're pretty mature, that's cool too. But if you are over the age of 18 and you are easily offended by things like swearing or talking about periods or sex or awesome stuff or going deep in conversations at all, then this show is absolutely perfect for you. You should totally listen. And I'm totally going to make you uncomfortable and I'm super not sorry. And this show is live, which means that you can prank call me. Just kidding. You could actually prank call me. That'd be kind of funny. Uh, but you can totally call me while we're on air. I will open up the, the phone lines uh, different times. I'll announce that. And you can feel free to call in, uh, have a little chit chat on air, whether it's just with me or when we have guests on as well. Uh, you're welcome to stay anonymous, which is cool. So you can call in and just talk about whatever, different challenges that are going on in your life. And we can support you on air. I give you a whole bunch of cool tools. We can talk about it. And uh, you don't have to share who you are, which is awesome. You can if you do want to. But uh, yeah, let's get into it. So episode number three, uh, seriously, uh, this I just wanted to dive in. <laughs> I actually was a little stumped about what we were going to talk about tonight. And surprisingly enough, I asked my boyfriend, I was like, hey, you have any ideas for some cool episodes? He's like, why don't you just talk about periods? So here we are, ladies. Do you have a man like that? My man is just, he's just full of great ideas. So also, I want to say... If you are listening live right now, even if you're listening to the replay, girl, I love you. That's awesome. Thanks for being here. And I want to say, listened uh, probably around midway, maybe, and I'm not sure. I'm kind of all over the place with these kinds of things. Structure is not necessarily my forte, but I will be announcing a giveaway. That's right. Giving away some free shit. It's going to be awesome. You're definitely going to want to know what it is and you're going to want to be involved. So if you are listening right now, even to the replay, check it out. I'll be uh, listing a little link there and stuff you guys can check out to make sure you are entered in the giveaway. So today, (laughs) yes, this actually worked out so cool. I actually was going to do an episode where I was just going to share other people's stories, uh, little video clips or sorry, audio clips and stuff like that. And uh, just kind of talk about menstruation and different things about it from my own experience and different research that I've done. And then one of my dear friends who is just like a seriously lovely fellow, like-minded, lifelong learning angel, uh, someone who I've had the pleasure of really having some amazing, uh, just honest and grounded, real conversations with. And um, she piped up and was like, I would love to talk to you about this. So she she's just a really genuine, curious committed woman that is just all about supporting other people and helping people really see where they're stopped in their lives and getting unstuck, which of course is my jam. So me and her get along just like everything. So she, uh, and also just on the whole topic about menstruation and cycles and everything, she's been on a really cool explorative adventure, uh, you know, (laughs) adventure, right? It it always is with our own cycle, with her own cycle and, um, just learning a lot about just womanhood and all of this stuff. So it's going to be a super cool conversation And, uh, yeah, I just really related to a lot of what she shared with me. There was just a lot, just a lot of awesome. So I'm really, really excited to introduce Christy onto the show tonight. So what we're going to do is we're actually just going to give her a call. So let's just do that right now. If you are on here right now, I want to tell you, you just go ahead and just text me, uh, any of your comments or questions during the show. I will give you guys that number again. It is 250-800-0796. Holler at your girl. Okay. Let's just, uh, let's just give Christy a call, shall we? Silence is your new best friend, I promise. Holler at your girl. Oh, I just heard me in the background. That's awesome. Oh, I just heard me in the background. 
I still oh, can't. shoot, yes. Holla. I couldn't help it. I had to listen to the show. I didn't want to miss any of it. Uh, awesome. Uh, awesome. You're going to have to turn that You're off, though. Turn that I, off though. I did. I, ju- I just exited Miss okay, cool. Stacy Ray. I'm all yours. This is our jam now. This is our time. Cool. I can still kind of hear a little bit of an echo from me. I don't know why that is, but. Can you? Tiny, well, tiny bit. Can you hear me right now? Oh, I can hear you great. And I'm sure that Perfect. everyone else well, then can too. Volume there, completed. Technologically Perfection. savvy. Kind of. Perfection. Christy, my lovely, I am so, so happy to have you with me tonight talking about this super awesome topic. So thanks for being here. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. I couldn't wait when you told me what the topic was. So we got to get in this. We got to get right? to the nitty gritty. Right? Yeah, so I'm man. all about that. Where do we start, right? Where do we start? So many things. Uh, you know, I think where I would think it would be super powerful for us to start is to just really acknowledge, like, you know, for the, for anyone listening to this, like wherever you're at, um, there's not really any specific right wrong when it comes to what your cycle's like. You know, if yours is super painful, it's been a total source of just a whole bunch of stuff for you, and it's just not been the most comfortable thing in the world then, you know, hopefully we can give you some support with that. If your period has been a breeze and you're just looking to get more connected with yourself, more connected with your cycle and just understand it better, that's cool too. Like there's no real, you don't have to have any specific thing going on to, uh, to get connected to this conversation. So absolutely. Yes. Yes. So we're all deliciously different, right? So, uh, yeah, honor where you're at. Exactly. So my goodness, what a big topic. Us women. Something that we're all experiencing. Let's just be honest about this. We're all going through this. We're all having a period, but we're not talking about it on a more larger scale. And uh, and why aren't we? I really don't know. (laughs) I think because, and I was looking at some of the history of some of this too. Like, you know, um, I think for a lot of us, myself included, I was raised with this sort of belief, not necessarily from my parents, but just from society, that... uh, I don't know if you guys can hear the train that just went by, uh, <laughs> that, that periods were like unclean or it's, yeah. you know, it's not something that you talk about and it's, you know, you hide those tampons in your, you know, the sleeve of your jacket so that you can go to the bathroom discreetly and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I know that was kind of the source of the not talking about it for me. Uh, what was your experience of, of having a period growing up? Well, you know, mine was super awesome because I come from a family of five brothers. And so that was um, (laughs) a million times, which was, you know, the the day I started my period, my mother wasn't home. And I was surrounded by my brothers who were freaking out going, I don't know what to do with you. Go find mom's tampon or pads and just, you know, curl up on the couch until mom comes home. Like that was... You know, it was kind of like this really embarrassing thing. And, you know, I remember from the start being like, we got a raw deal here. Like there is something definitely sinister about why we have to go through this. And I just never, I I just felt like it was a punishment from day one. And, And I rejected everything about being a woman because it was uncomfortable, you know, you're bleeding and you don't die. And I just, it didn't make sense to me logically how this could happen. And, and everyone was okay. Did we just lose you, Christy? 
that was such a good point. You were just about to get on to something crazy good. I could feel it. We lost her. I'm going to call this lovely back, shall we? Oh, man. The joys of internets, right? I mean, this is just, yeah, I'm working on this, man. I'm, I'm figuring out the movement. I don't know what happened there, Chrissy, but I lost you. It's okay. Was I, What was I talking about? <laughs> well, you were, <laughs> we were on the train of, I can hear myself in the background a little bit. <laughs> I'm trying not to, but otherwise I can't hear you, darling. Okay, there we go. Oh, I see what you're doing here. Oh, okay. If you use headphones, you might be able to hear me better. Anyways. um, If I own headphones? Yeah. uh, So sorry. Bring me up to speed and I will find them. No worries. No worries. So where did we leave off? You were saying, well, you you got into the having three brothers. Is that what you said? Three? Five. Five. Okay. (laughs) Don't lessen my horrible experience. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That is intense. (laughs) Um, and, and yeah, just having the experience of your period being like a a sinister area of your life where you just didn't understand what was really going on and why you were having it and, um, just kind of rejecting that whole aspect of it. Ah, we have headphones. Yes. Um, exactly. You know, it's one of those things where, um, my experience wasn't the female supportive one, right? I didn't have that, that lovely feminine energy bless my mom single mom you know she did best she could but in a house full of testosterone we really didn't have that balance mm. and so my personal experience was I was part of the generation that did the pill and you know from right from the get-go and so I had that comfort right once I figured out which pill didn't drive me banana sandwich right mm. and made me feel crazy right I don't know if you experienced <laughs> that ladies but I had to go I think through three or four different brands um, in the 90s before um, I wasn't sane or I was sane right so yeah so it was uh, it was smooth sailing until until more recently but I definitely felt the stigma of you know just do what you have to do privately quietly and you know we just don't want to hear about it right it didn't matter like in public at home it was just this you know elephant in the room all the time you know, you kind of could allude to it, but if you talked about it, you know, people were like, mm, yeah, TMI, which, you know, yeah. for you and me, stays the story of our lives because yeah. <laughs> life, you don't know how not to be. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, so it's definitely, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a touchy kind of, for me, uh, more recently, I realized a shameful thing. Like there was a lot of like, there's something wrong. It's natural, but there's something shameful about it. Like there's, I don't, I don't know how to else to explain it. Does that make sense? Like, did, did you totally. ever feel shame? Totally. And I think, I mean, I think a lot of that for me started as a teenager because there just wasn't a lot of education about it and we didn't really know what was going on. And for me and some of my girlfriends, I mean, we have stories of, yeah, like, you know, bleeding through pads, having it come through our pants, being absolutely mortified, you know, and it just being a total experience of shame of not understanding our own body of again thinking it's a curse or it's something that you know it's just terrible and i've actually heard a lot of women even even coming into their 20s and 30s saying you know this like god i you know men are so lucky to not have this experience and yeah i I totally get that and i and i think for me i didn't have a lot of painful periods until i got a little bit older and then things started to kind of change for me where i started to experience a lot more um, of the, like the real body, you know, whoa, this is an intense experience. Uh, so 
a lot of that shame came up again as I got older and I'm going like, wow, what is this? And also the comparison between woman to woman, I think is really interesting. You know, like when you hear some of your girlfriends talking about how theirs is a total breeze and then yours is like super agonizing, it can kind of bring upon that feeling of like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Oh, exactly. You know, know, because I think for some reason we think that because we all have vaginas that everything should sink the exact same way. Right. We're told that our periods are, oh, their periods are in sync. If you live with someone long enough, your periods are in sync. And, you know, maybe, maybe coincidentally, maybe that does happen. I don't know. I don't know the science behind it. But I can tell you that we are all so uniquely different Mm -hmm. and our bodies operate so differently. And, and it, it's because of so many outside variables as well as inside variables, emotionally, mentally, environmentally, you know, how we're being impacted every day. Totally. Right. And so that affects and what I'm learning now uh, in this, this space of this lovely, what'd you say? Adventure? Call it an adventure. <laughs> yeah. Definitely adventure. An epic, it's an adventure of epic proportions. Um, this epic adventure that I'm on right now, which is, you know, learning what I didn't learn as a young woman, which is not just the Cole's notes of this is why you have a period for the point, you know, for the purpose of procreation, you know, which is kind of what you learn in anatomy class, right? Yeah. Is, well, this is why it functions this way. So, you know, just deal with it. Um, but actually learning the deliciousness of everything that comes along with the, the female form, you know, mm-hmm. that comes along with the, the gifts that we have because of, you know, this, this, this sacred ritual that happens every month, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and look, learning to look at it differently, and for what it is, right? Not um, not what people feed you, have fed you, right? The stories that you you've been told, but uh, what it actually is. So, mm-hmm. and I think there's such a lovely community, and I'm noticing because um, like my journey, like let's be real, I am. Uh, I think you and I talked about this. I am so in my masculine, it's ridiculous. Like, I I, I, I never I, related to women um, until recently. It was kind of like, who are those, you know, over-emotional beings that have no logic? Like, I just <laughs> had a really hard time being in a room full of too much estrogen. Got it. And, yeah. Well, five uh, brothers, come on. <laughs> well, well, because I adapted, right? And I yeah. learned how to to be in that place. Right. And I thought that's who I was. And then I realized that there was a whole other part of me that I was rejecting and suppressing and missing out on, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and, and I think you and I are coming up, I think I said on our one year friend anniversary, Mm -hmm. uh, coming up right in February for Valentine's day. And, um, when we met and, you know, it, it began a lot probably around that time when I started going, okay, Christy, you need to learn to play well with others, um, specifically females, and you need to learn to relate, right? And and not make it this big, scary thing. And, and I think the more we surround ourselves, um, I mean, I don't want to say good women, right? Because I think deep down, we're all good people. We just, mm-hmm. we grow up and we forget, right? Yeah. But women who are owning it, right? Women who have gone through it, been on the battlefield, come through that shit, you know, gloriously, and are ready to turn around and say, okay, let me show you what I've done. You know, mm-hmm. let me, let me, you know, open you up to these delicious things that I've learned. And that's where I'm at, you know, women like yourself, and like, you know, a lot of the women I follow on social media, and um, that's where the shifting has come from me. 
right, mm-hmm. for this cycle and learning, you know, like what I never learned growing up, what we miss growing up yeah, teach us teach us. as part of, you know, becoming an adult. So, mm, so good. And for anyone who's listening, I kind of want to dig into this a little bit too, Christy, because I think this is a mm. huge topic for, I know for me, I, this has been life expanding and for so many women out there that are not really clear on what it means to be more in the masculine versus more in your feminine. Um, mm. You know, and I think that especially just as a society, we're, we're kind of leaning more towards that masculine. Like a lot of us are just, you know, stepping into entrepreneurship, stepping into really being in a, a lady boss or, you know, whatever, and really just stepping into this really doing just, just, which is very much so the masculine part of ourselves. Um, and it's not to say you're acting like a man. It's just saying that we all have both those energies in, in us. So both a masculine and a feminine energy within us. And we sort of do this dance between the two of them. But for me, I really grew up a lot in that masculine energy as well. Very much so like just hustle, get it done, focused, hunter-gatherer kind of energy, right? Of just like do, achieve, you know, like like all this kind of stuff. Whereas the, the female energy, like what you're talking about too, is like more of that that flow, that intuition, that emotionality, that mm. um, even sensuality, all of those, the, the kind of the yin and yang, right? So the other side of that whole spectrum which there's just so much magic and so much beauty and passion and, and just, oh man, just whole other level. And I think for a lot of us women that are, that grew up in the masculine or are really in a, in a state of, um, you know, sometimes if you're in a powerful position in your company and you have to maintain this certain level of like power, uh, you kind of tend to lose track of that a little bit in my experience. And uh, there's just some real magic that happens when you start to really tap into that. And of course, our menstrual cycle is all mm. about that. It's all about our our energy, our power, um, you know, and our ability to really receive, create, and like regenerate, restore. And I just, I think that if you are feeling like you're really not in that female aspect of yourself, where you're not really in that dance of just feeling super grounded in your womanhood... Um, the first place to start can be your cycle, right? Just starting to really get in tune with that. So I kind of wanted to speak to that in case anybody wasn't really clear about like feminine versus masculine energy within themselves. Well, and you know what, up until, you know, the last couple of months, I, I thought I lived only in the masculine, masculine. And I, through actual mutual friends of, of ours, um, coincidentally enough, I, I came across a lovely woman who works with people on this, who's, who's a soul sex coach and, and actually dives into showing people, you know, where they're coming from, where they're showing up in their life, whether it's their masculine or their feminine energy mm-hmm. and how to differentiate between the two. And I didn't realize she just, she showed me basically that I've already been in my feminine. I just didn't know what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Right. So oftentimes when we perceive something a certain way because of like I said, somebody else's story, somebody has told us this is what it looks like. And we just don't question it. And so what I found was I was actually in my feminine, really strongly my feminine, I just didn't recognize it. And, and it's interesting, because once I changed that perspective, and once I started realizing, okay, so, you know, when my I'm listening to my intuition, and when I'm, you know, kind of speaking for myself from a very place, and when I show up strongly in the nurturing, right, these are all feminine things, right? And these are powerful, strong things. Um, but, you know, 
there's parts of standing up for yourself and, and us being more, you know, ballsy ladies. I think we were talking about this being yeah. like, you know, equating to we have lady balls. You know, I don't necessarily like that because I don't think I don't want to be like a man. Right. I used to want to. I used to be like, if I only I was a man, my life would be so much easier. Right. Like there would be no problems if I was a man. Um, because there's so much maintenance to being a woman, right? So much care and attention needed. But, you know, I realize that um, we are in our feminine. We just need to learn to recognize what that is, right? And the gift that it has, you know, in the corporate world, I don't care if you are, you know, a head boss. I mean, I was in the corporate world years and I left a couple years ago to do my own consulting to to support people the way that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I realized that what I brought to the table um, in terms of uh, how I related and communicated with people on a human level right from a nurturing place from a I'm paying attention to your tone and your energy and your body and you know that's a female thing we pick Mm -hmm. up on those subtleties in a room that is such a gift right if we allow ourselves to tap into this and um I just found that I'd always shown up that way and that's why I was able to thrive the way I was I just didn't realize that yeah, I can be ballsy and I can go nose to nose with somebody and maybe that is my masculine, right? If, if a CFO or a president wants to, you know, belittle me, I have no qualms, you know, about, <laughs> about being like, well, you know, because in, in my opinion, people, and I don't care if you clean toilets for a living or if you are the president of a company, I'm going to treat you with the same respect um, as I do everyone else. And if you push my boundaries, I, I'm definitely going to, you know, um, assert myself she may right? be little but she's fierce my fierce. friends she's adequate yeah yes. Christy's pretty tiny <laughs> she's a pretty small human and I'm very weak. <laughs> well I don't know if I'd say weak I was gonna say she's very little no, we, we, little. we. Well, I was like I don't think yeah. I'd say that but yeah seriously she's got some power <laughs> yeah personal power and power so yeah wouldn't want to get in a brawl yeah. with you lady <laughs> When your mind is mightier than your body and you don't, um, you don't see the world the way everyone else does, which is, you know, I never, I was fortunate enough to learn being around men that I didn't think, think about in terms of, you know, my gender. It was like, you're talking to me that way because I have a vagina. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me resituate, you know, what, what the conversation is because mm-hmm. we're people, right? And so yeah. I was fortunate enough to have that perspective, but, but bringing it back um, it's interesting when you talk about how our cycles can be um, so informative and gifts. There's there's actually a quote from Carolyn Miss that I, I love. And I, you know, read recently when I downloaded my, you know, moon cycle guide to, you know, following my cycles each month mm-hmm. and around the moons and how that impacts, you know, how we feel, you know, and how we make decisions and, and what our needs are, you know, and how we should be supporting ourselves during those times, you know, and, and as much as I'm a logical and come from a very realist place growing up, you know, there's something to be said about the fact that we're in a little blue planet circulating, you know, a fiery ball of, of, of mass, you know, in a planetary system of shit that we don't understand, you know, yeah. and so there's stuff at play that if you continue to ignore and pretend that, you know, because somebody hasn't given you a reason for it, it's, you're, you're going to screw with your mind. You know, mm-hmm. you really need to be open to the fact that we are, we are living creatures and we are impacted by everything that goes on around with, around us in the planet and outside of our planet. Right. And that really affects us women hugely, especially at our cycles. So Carolyn Miss, um, is someone, uh, 
yeah, who I, I, I follow her, her work quite a bit. And, mm-hmm. and she says, the lunar information is reflective and intuitive. It comes to us in our dreams and our emotions and our hungers. And it comes under cover of darkness when we routinely block the information that is coming to us in the second half of our cycles. Right? So this is your, your priestess and your empress, which is when we're ovulating, right? When you, um, when you block this, it has no choice but to come back as PMS or a menopausal madness in the same way that our other feelings and bodily symptoms, if ignored, often result in illness. And I'm wondering, do you think that PMS and, and our menopausal stuff has anything to do with how we either embrace or reject things during our cycle? Like this was something, this is a quote that really I, I'm still wrapping my head around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been thinking about this for a while because, um, things really started to shift for me when I started to really, uh, not only track my cycle from looking at the different phases and seeing the different patterns in my, my intuition and my thinking and my creativity and my productivity, but also just really honoring where my body was at. It was like this whole shift started to happen around my entire experience of my cycle. So if you are one of those women that's actually experiencing a lot of pain or a lot of frustration with your with your period, there's been a lot of, um, well, obviously the cycles have been around since we have, um, yeah. but there's been a lot of people who have actually really found that it's actually extremely important and a really powerful time, the first two days of your bleeding to, to just rest, mm-hmm. right? And if you're not able to do that, which some of us aren't, if you're working or you've got kids or whatever, then you can really just even having some of those moments or some of those more light conversations with yourself, because I think it's really easy to try to push through and step over the pain or step over the tiredness and just try to like get things done. And that's why I think a lot of that PMS shows up too, is because we're not truly honoring ourselves, right? Yeah. We're just like, Oh, I just got to get this done. And like, Oh, I'm feeling like crap. It's my, I got my period today too. Like, fuck, like people are just like (laughs) freaking out. Right. Like what if you actually really truly slowed down a little bit around that time and really honored what was going on? Because you have this heightened awareness and I actually want to ask you, like, do you experience this too when you have your period where you are just more aware? Oh, absolutely. I I feel, um, hypersensitive. Yeah. And I actually used to mistake that. I used to mistake that for moodiness a lot of the times. And I think a lot of us are doing this. We're sort of like, you know, the days leading up to your cycle or, you know, during the first couple of days there, you're like, people are like, oh, it's, it's that time of the month. Like, you know, like, and kind of shaming us to believe that we're just in a bad mood. But what if you're actually just more sensitive, compiled with the fact that you're not really honoring your body or if you, you know, aren't really getting what your, your needs are, then it's like, of course, you're going to show up a little bit more abrasive, a little more sharp a little bit more cryy, a little bit more, you know, yeah. et cetera, right? Because it, it's known that we actually, it, it enables this whole other world inside of us. It's, it's very like, there's a lot of stuff about this, a lot of studies, a lot of people, a lot of doctors, people talking about this now, about how our mental state, our ability to like have intuitive um, inclinations and insights is heightened at different times in our cycle. So think about that, ladies. You're not just cranky. Well, you're psychic. <laughs> well, think about it. Yeah, your body, your body's saying, "Dude, I'm, I've got a lot of work to do inside, so I need you to chill the fuck out." You know, totally. I need you to just breathe and relax while I do my thing. You know, instead mm-hmm. of you know, counterintuitively forcing yourself 
you know, to the point of exhaustion. And it, and get it, I get it. I come from the world of, you know, like you were saying, you know, 14-hour days and you have responsibilities. And here's the thing, you know, if you're not going to be your biggest ally, right, if you're not going to show up for you first, then, you know, you're going to burn out and you're going to experience a world full of problems. I promise you, yeah. it will hit you someday. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, is that you always have time for what's important. So you mm-hmm. make yourself a priority. And I'm saying this because Lord knows, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a religious person, but, but these last, um, this last year specifically, you know, I pushed my body, you know, I'm a stubborn ass. And I was like, no, I can handle this, push a little bit further, you know, and you know, I come from a very blue collar background. And my body was like, Oh, really? No, I don't think so. And I was debilitated. I actually hit a point and I'm, I'm, I'm in my mid 30s, I hit a point where my body said enough. And I couldn't for the life of me function. And, you know, you can people you can do one of two things. You can prevent, right? You can nurture, you can learn better ways, you can change your priorities, you know, or you can let your, you can let life hit you with a fucking Mack truck, you know? And, and I can tell you preventative is far easier (laughs) than having to try to crawl your way out of something where your body is literally keeping you hostage. Totally. You know, it's literally, and, and, and as you said, you know, my my event right now we call my adventure because you know what it it is what it is and I'm so blessed to be having this time and to be having this although it's difficult and painful but this time really has been um a blessing to show me that my cycle was the way in which I learned that I was doing too much Mm. I went from having perfect periods and I even had gone off the pill like five years ago because I was like, let my body be natural. Like, let's just do the natural thing. Let me get back to me. And, and I stopped using tampons and I started, you know, just natural care items and all that stuff. And then a year ago, my periods were so heavy, I couldn't leave the house. And I was so exhausted that I had no energy even to get up and take my dog outside, you know? And all of a sudden I was like, what the fuck? I feel like an 80 year old woman. Right. And and the reality is, is that when I started having this conversation, there are so many women suffering and they're just like, well, this is what it is. You know, like they've just been told that this is how it is and you're in your 30s and this is what happens and whatever the reason. And you're just supposed to wait it out. Or if something major, then we'll just open you up and cut you out. And I telling you, ladies, fuck now. Okay, like seriously, if there's one thing that I want people to take away from today say that be your own advocate be your own ally if something doesn't feel right question that shit I went to so many different people before I finally got some kind of beginning of an answer as to what was going on with me and then I went okay thank you for the information now I'm gonna go off and I'm gonna do my own I'm gonna be curious and I'm gonna research and I'm gonna talk to people going through this and my healing is not going to be invasive I I, you know and it teach their own but mine is is not going to be invasive. I made a promise. This is going to sound crazy, Stacey, and I know you're going to love this. But when I was 17, I made a promise because it's when I started using tampons. I was terrified of them. I'm not going to kid you. I was so terrified of, of you know, I was obviously not sexually active, but I was so terrified of, like, go, like bothering her. And so I had a conversation <laughs> with my vagina, and I said, nice. you know, like, here's the deal. Like, we can do this, but I just – I'll be good to you and you be good to me and we just won't have any problems, but we won't talk. 
you know, unless absolutely necessary. (laughs) I'm serious. I just had this thing where I was like, like, okay, because I really rejected being a woman. Like I was just like, okay, so once a month we'll do this and, you know, and just you stay on your side and I'll stay on my side. And and I'm serious. Like I, I was just like, this is how it's going to be. And I promised her that I would not, um, I'd look after her. And so when, when doctors told me, you know, let's just go in and give you a hysterectomy, you know, and then you don't have to, and I went, "Eh, no, here's the thing, (laughs) you know, like that's ridiculous, first of all. And it's not even something that's, uh, urgent right now, but it could become right. Mm -hmm. And they never talked to me about diet or nutrition or mental health or emotional health or health or, you know, like it was just insane the way that my body was treated like, well, there's something in it, cut it out, forget about it. Yeah. Totally. And, and I just, I was going, but this is my, like my reproductive system. And I'm going, "Mm, no, I'm going to go off and I'm going to incubate and I'm going to heal myself. And so, you know, I know it's hard and it's been hard, but giving myself time to just breathe and be alone and listen to my body every day, like you said, and being able to be like, Hey, what do I need right now? Mm -hmm. You know, like, what is my body telling me? You know, what, what, just listening like shut the fuck up and listen okay like I'm serious there's you will when you get to that point when you finally get that um you will be so grateful that you just shut the fuck up Mm, (laughs) and you started listening and yeah and you stop looking outside of you like it's cool you're on this podcast you're learning some great stuff you're here with us that's amazing and and totally I can say there's been a lot of moments in my life where like that where you know, somebody said something or I learned something from, from a specific teacher or, or doctor or consultant or whatever, but it's like, take that information and, and you don't have to swallow it whole. You know what I mean? Like take it in and feel into what feels right for you. Like I truly, truly cannot say this enough to people. And I do a lot of this with my clients. Like, like nobody else has the answers for you. You know what I mean? Nobody else is going to be able to tell you why your body's having that reaction. Yeah. They can run tests. They can do all those things and that's all great. But at the end of the day, there's something underlying all of that. And if you can really just start to listen to your body, like be in your body, you know, and feel inside of your body. Um, I know that sounds a little elusive, but, you know, it can really be that simple that you'll start to get those little nudges. Like exactly what you're saying, Christy, like just stop moving, talking, stepping over, (laughs) listening to all (laughs) kinds of outside shit and just listen. You know, yeah. there is so much power in that. And I actually, just to extend on what you said too, Christy, like I am a total ex-workaholic. I used to just power through. I was addicted to stimulants um, in a really big way, a lot of nootropics, all that kind of stuff. And not to say that any of that's bad because I don't believe it is, but the way that I was using it was to really step over a lot of my natural cycles and to just push through instead of really honoring my body and my health and my well-being ultimately. And um I noticed, like, if you're a caffeine drinker, like coffee, all that stuff, love coffee, get it, totally, I'm not going to tell you to stop drinking it, but if you have a super bad period, I have always found with every woman that I've ever spoken to, if they drink a lot of coffee and their stress is really high, it tends to create different cortisol spikes, different hormone spikes, ultimately resulting in a lot of excess estrogen and um, estrogen dominance, things like that, and women have excruciating periods, it's like stress, stress, too much stimulants, not enough sleep, all that kind of stuff. It's like that is that is that sweet spot I find for a lot of us is um, really getting your getting your rest, you know, and not overdoing it on the caffeine scene. I uh, I personally really notice a difference 
in my own cycles and just in my own, just everything, just in my, in my skin, in my hair, in my emotional terrain, like everything. If I'm not sleeping right or I'm ingesting just too many stimulants or trying to work too much and, you know, not having enough fun and all that kind of stuff and just not in my body, those, those cramps, they're going to beat me up. (laughs) It's like, it's like you get jumped at period time. So (laughs) yeah. Um, well, and what? I think you, I think you, you, you hit a really important point that I want to mention because it's something that seems to be reoccurring that I didn't freaking know about, and it's just that women have to be very sensitive because of our estrogen levels, what other estrogen we're bringing into our bodies. So totally. birth control, right? Huge um, one. Dealing with, um, you know, the foods that we eat. Yeah. Oh man, did we lose you again? Oh, I'm going to call her back, guys. I'm so sorry if you are hearing any reverby kind of like buzzing. I tested this audio gazillion times. I have no idea why it does that, but I'm going to try to figure it out for you guys for next one for sure. I'm going to put out the holler to the universe and uh, get some something, I don't know, somebody to tell me what the heck that is. So I am so, so sorry if you're hearing that and it's bugging you, but I, I assume that the message is badass enough that you are actually just enjoying it anyways. So let's call her back, shall we? Bring, bring. The man is trying to hold us down. Like right? we're trying to tell you something super taboo. We're delivering the, like, the knowledge. We're not even talking about this, ladies. Well, you know what? Too effing bad. Okay. Ta- like Tampax is in the house, shutting us <laughs> down. <laughs> Seriously, all of a sudden I start talking about the taboo of, of excess hormones and, you know, everything goes black, right? Which is like the crux of the cruxes. I mean, you guys have probably heard me talk about this before too. I mean, like, yeah, the amount of hormone disruptors and things in our environment, like in your home, I mean, yeah. And Christy, you were getting into the diet aspects and all. It compounds, well, it exactly. Compounds. Yeah. And, and, and it's common just, you know, ladies, so that, you know, if ever you have to go into the doctor, cause you have stuff going on with your lady bits, you know, fibroids are very common. They're, they're mostly due on average. I'm not saying all, but mostly due to excess estrogen in the body. Yeah. And, you know, and then what they are, they are non-cancerous tumors that form in and around your uterus and they cause all kinds of, they wreak havoc. Let's put it that way. And for me, Mine are specifically causing excess heavy menstruation, you know, debilitating. And to the point where right now on average, I have maybe 10 to 14 days a month where I have relatively good quality days, mm-hmm. relatively. But the rest, like I'm fortunate I work for myself because otherwise I, I, I can't work. You know, I can't be outside. I, I'm, I'm resting constantly. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, here's the thing. If, if you're struggling and if your body's trying to tell you something, it's not normal because our body is honestly meant to be thriving and feeling good. And I remember, you know, when I started this journey, like you, you know, being, I love transcending. I love information. I love change and growth. Like I just, ugh, like daily moment to moment, like you, Stacey, I'm in it. But when I started, it's because I saw somebody living a quality of life that I was just like, I don't care what you did to get that. Me too. Like I'm on it. Nice. So I think, I think when it comes to, you know, getting into being a woman and 
feeling good about our quality of life comes from owning who we are, right? And not mm-hmm. in the sense of like, who do I want to be and how I'm showing up, but we're women and we have unique gifts. And we are like, honestly, I'm not saying we're better than men, but we have some pretty fucking awesome capabilities. And, you know, and, and it's, it's honestly, it saddens me to think that there are so many women out there who aren't enjoying that, right? Who, who have no idea what they're missing out on, right? Being a woman. And um, so, yeah, so I say, you know what, if you've got ladies in your life and, and you want to talk to them and they're not open to it, then find somebody who will shit call me up. Call Stacey Ray up. Like we will, we will mind jam to the ends of the earth about anything you want to talk about. I'm sorry, did you, you know? just say mind jam? Yeah, that is we a, mind jam. A mind jam. I'm gonna use that. Right? You guys are gonna hear me say that all the time now. I'm really liking that. A mind <laughs> jam. Mind jam. Yeah. Cool. She's what about heart jams? Can we yeah, have yeah. heart jams too? <laughs> well, you know what? Love it. because I think. I think that when we don't talk about it, we don't learn, right? Yeah. Like I had about my uncomfortable stuff where people were like, dude, like my brothers, I, call, I had to all have the conversation with all of them when I when I first started realizing. And they're just like, okay, Chris, well, if you need anything, let me know, you know? And it was just like, why can't we talk about this? I know your yeah. girlfriends are suffering. I know your wives are suffering. Like, I know people have been through this. Like, can we just, like, talk about it? I think you and I should start a revolution where we just, like, there is <laughs> – TMI revolution. We just talk about whatever. I'm working you know? on and I'm not, it. <laughs> right? Like, I just, I feel like, um, I don't know about with you. Like, do you have this thing where people at first get this look on their face when you start talking where they're like, oh, I don't know if I'm comfortable. Oh, I don't know. And then they eventually just love you. Like, I just, intentionally like, create those situations lately. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, because I'm all about that. I, j- I literally was just yeah. on Facebook Live uh, like an hour ago. Um, I don't know that I conveyed it exactly as clearly as I, I wanted to, but I was trying to get to that whole point of just the power in, in just sharing about the things that are truly going on, the things that we're not talking about. And I think with our periods, especially talk to your girlfriends about it. Like just, just talk to other people about it and see, like, I'm not saying like go to the grocery store and talk to the clerk, although you could probably <laughs> do that. That's cool too. I don't feel like well, there's let's any have tact, right? rules. Let's yeah. Tact. Let's have tact. Yeah. Keep your, keep your poise ladies, but you know, still be able to like, like open up to your friends about it and stuff. I know when I was like growing up, we never talked about our periods. Heck, I didn't even talk to my girlfriends about any boys I had crush on. Like I was really, really to myself. And I think there was a lot of fear out of rejection, a lot of fear out of judgment and that kind of thing. And Recently, I've actually been thinking about this a lot, like the whole concept of the fear of rejection. So, you know, talking to somebody about something that's maybe sensitive to you and going, oh man, like maybe they're going to reject me. If you're even thinking that, you're already rejecting yourself. And that's probably why you're feeling that fear anyways, because it's it's an experience of self-rejection. Like if you're, if you think that something's really wrong with you and you're like, damn it, I don't want to tell anybody about this because there's something wrong with me, right? Like, come on, like it's really a practice in self-compassion. It's really a practice in just truly like owning who you are, loving who you are, honoring who you are and where you're at. Like, I think I'm jammering about that a little bit, but I think you guys get the point. I think you guys get the point. Yeah. I feel like the, the rejection piece is huge. And, and if you're experiencing that a lot of the time, it does stem from a self rejection. You're already 
you're already rejecting yourself. So you might as well get loved on for the things that are going on for you. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that I have approached a girlfriend or even Chrissy, when we were having this conversation earlier about menstruation and about periods and it's like me too, me too. And you're having those kinds of connections with somebody. And it's like, if you, if I was to tell you one of my, my deepest wounds, Christy, and I know that this is a safe space to tell you something like that. So I know that your response to me would be so loving, so accepting, totally encouraging. And how beautiful that actually is to get that from somebody. Like when you can tell somebody something really honest about yourself and then have them go, yeah, love you, girl. Like, (laughs) no biggie, right? It's just... Well, there's a freedom in it. Totally. There's a freedom to allowing someone to share something heavy so that it gets rid of the burden. Right. It, it gets rid of that shame and that guilt. And and I think when you and I were sharing earlier, it was very much um, being being from similar you know, ways of thinking, right. Coming into this, we were both like, fuck, okay, we're not crazy. You know, like there's not, not something wrong with us. Right. Because I think we, I don't care who you are, you know, the more I speak to people, men, women, it doesn't matter. We all have our shit, you know, and we all, even if they want to lie to you and be like, yeah, I don't, I don't deal with that. They're lying to your face. Okay. Because fear and (laughs) all kinds of things. Doubt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even 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 brash, you know, very, you know, in your face kind of women like you and I, I mean, I, I still, you know, struggle with it, you know, around people that I really care and value their opinion. Yeah. You know, even though I know it's ridiculous to think that people who genuinely care me will, will say something dismissive, I still get afraid because it's something so vulnerable for me. Right. And so and especially around this this period thing, I would be in someone's home. And I would find myself cleaning their bathroom after because I was so terrified that there'd be some kind of, you know, remnants of them knowing, right, what I was going through. And I was just in tears, you know, because I was just like, I don't want people to know, you know, I don't want people to know because they'll think something's wrong with me. You know, like we're human, like you were saying earlier, I mean, we're it's the human experience, yeah. right? We're all so deeply, we're creatures, right? We're, 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 you know, raw and dirty and lovely and delicious and all those things, right? It's just, <laughs> I don't care how language. much you, cl- I don't care how much you clean yourself up and put on your, you know, your Gucci and fucking and you spray contour. yourself with gold. doesn't matter how much like, you contour, girl. You still get matter. periods. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You still stink. You still got bow you know, BO and, and all that stuff. Like, it's just, I think, I think people need to remember, we need to get back to being human and, um, and sharing, getting humanity, like getting how real this experience is and all of the elements of it and releasing the shame about that stuff. Like, um, (laughs) I want to, I want us to start talking about, um, this is just so juicy and we could go so deep into this, I feel like, but I feel like I want to really talk about, and we were talking a little bit about this earlier, like some of the ways to deal with, you know, we've been talking about some of the emotional aspects and some of the, the dealing with it on more of like the ownership level and everything. But what about like how to deal with the pain or how to work with some of these symptoms that we might be experiencing and stuff? Um, because there's some super cool ways. And I know we were also talking about, um, some of the hygiene aspects, some of the products that we use and that kind of thing. Um, so to kind of segue into that though, there was this, uh, I'm really fascinated with this whole concept of, of honoring our cycles and, and there was, this has been an ancient practice in a lot of different cultures for women to actually, 
um, gather together. Um, there's different things like the red tent, red hut. They're like Native American Indians had a moon lodge, um, all with sort of a similar purpose to nourish the feminine and to really have women come together and feel really supported and be able to like actually tap into some of their intuitive stuff and everything. And I was reading about this earlier and I thought this was just insanely fascinating. Um, so menstruation in the Native American Indian tribes was considered a really, well, is considered a very powerful time uh, by the whole tribe for visioning and attaining guidance for the tribe. So hence the Native American Indian saying the fastest way to destroy a tribe is to first destroy the moon lodge. Aboriginal women's rituals around menstruation were based on fasting and developing their spiritual practices. So this was like a thing. And I think for a lot of us now in like modern day, you're probably thinking, I got stuff to do. I can't really go and sit in Moon Lodge. <laughs> but um, what if you Ain't nobody even, got time for that. Right? No. <laughs> but what if you actually gave yourself the space, like what you and I were talking about earlier, is like, you know, even if you do rest, you know, for an afternoon or an evening, in the evening you get home from work, whatever, um, pull out like the red sheets or a red dress or something and like just be with yourself, have candles, have some chocolate you know, whatever your thing is, um, and just, just be in your body and actually like be in your cycle. And I, I know that can sound a little challenging if you're not used to something like that, but just try it on, right? All of these things are just things that you can just check out, try on, see if it works for you, see if it vibes for you. So, um, that's something that I've found to be really cool is to actually have a bit of like a ritual around your cycle. So you can actually like just celebrate it. It's actually a time to actually celebrate. And I know how crazy that might sound if you're like, bitch my period is <laughs> not something to celebrate but um, we are not friends we yeah are not speaking right you don't know my yeah. life um you know the, <laughs> the there is actually exactly what chrissy said earlier though the more that you start to really be with it the more that you're going to learn about it so yeah i feel like there's just that just had to be i gotta drop that there for you guys what's your what's your ritual what you do girl I, what are your rituals well, I have a kind of like a daily ritual, like a little bit of a ritual fanatic. Some people might call me a modern day witch. Uh, but I, I really, when I have my cycle, I'm really gentle with myself. That's just kind of a, that's just an ongoing theme. I'm really gentle with myself. I don't push myself and I'm really honest about it. Like, uh, because I work with clients ongoing and I work with people ongoing, um, you know, there will be days where I wake up if it's the first or second day of my cycle and I'm like, ah, eh, No. <laughs> like, and that doesn't mean that I'm necessarily canceling things, but I'm taking the space that I need to make sure that I can show up in the things that I need to show up in. And, and I, I really, a lot of the, my self honoring practices really show up in my nutrition. I really like bone broth soups and stuff like that. Blended mm, soups. Yes. I love raw chocolate around my cycle. I'll make like little elixirs and stuff like that. I'm going to share some, some recipes and stuff for that too. But I love like nourishing myself like on all the senses and I really like kind of more the ritual aspect of it that I give myself a space to be in dim lighting <laughs> nothing too abrasive um I like to journal and like think about just what's what's releasing because I think when we are we're literally shedding our internal yeah. our internal lining um you're letting go of a lot and that whole phase when we're menstruating, it's, it's all about like reflection, release, release mm -hmm. um, intuition, that inward focus into like what's going on for you. And 
kind of like reviewing, I'd like to call it. Like I review a little bit of that past three weeks or however long the cycle was and kind of just do a bit of journaling, a little bit of writing. Sometimes I'll pull out a couple books and just kind of like, just give myself some space to just explore and just kind of be with my thoughts. And um, I really like Himalayan crystal salt lamps. I have them everywhere. Um, I have a couple in my office. I have a couple in my room. And uh, I have an altar in my room as well. If anybody doesn't know what that is, it's basically just an area of just, um, it's really just like my, my peaceful area of like celebrating different areas of my life. I have crystals there and different symbolisms that really like just bring me a lot of peace, mindfulness, give me a lot of like anchoring into different areas of my life. And sometimes I'll spend some time there or do some meditating or anything like that, but conscious movement, like moving my body around and, I, uh, I feel like all of that in of itself is kind of the ritual, but it's, it's more than that. It's the feeling that I'm giving myself, you know, of just being with, and it's kind of hard to explain that, but I think that the easiest way to explain it is to, is that, that self-compassion, that self-love and not pushing yourself, like not overdoing it. I feel like that's a huge piece. Um, I have, I have yet to break out the red sheets and do something like that. I think that might be something I will incorporate at some time. But, um, yeah, I like to sometimes snuggle up, watch a movie, do whatever. But I think that you do what's right for you, right? Find something that makes you feel really comfortable, really supported. If you like to have heat on your stomach, things like that. Um, all of those are just the mama jamma. So, yes. Lovely. What about you? What do you do when you are experiencing your cycle? Well, you know, it's um, it's funny because I know your last. Uh, I actually listened to your last episode before I coming on tonight, and it was obviously self care and all those lovely things. And so, if mm-hmm. if you haven't heard it yet, please go back when you're done this one and listen to that one because I sat and, and did things that I'm about to share um, in prep for tonight. So, um, being that I'm actually just finishing my cycle right now, it's it's a perfect opportunity to share. I I basically know that I there's about a the week prior right leading up to your period is when you get the achy the emotional the irritability right you know something's going on you're feeling a little off you start craving like a fucking mad monkey you know and (laughs) I I have this rage monkey you know that comes out and is like literally pushes me aside and is like I'm taking the wheel and we need shit you know so we're gonna like I found myself literally in the store you know, like blinked and I was in the store buying stuff that I absolutely did not need, um, you know, in, in comfort and solace to find, to soothe me, right. To soothe that savage beast. And it's funny cause I used to hear people talk about it and I never experienced it until this last year of the shift with body and what's going on and it's fierce. And I, and ladies, if, if you have those intense rage monkey cravings, like I feel you, my heart goes out to you because you feel like another person. And when you come out of it and when you actually start shedding, you, you feel sane again. And so what I've learned and what I do is Epsom bass, magnesium. The one, the biggest thing is that your body is so stressed, right? It's, it's building up and the pressure's coming to menstruate. So beginning, I do a lot of Epsom bass. You know, I do deep breathing from my stomach which is hard most days, you know, it's hard to learn how to breathe properly. And, and I do that. And I actually learned, um, centering, which is not meditation, but I have something that I listen to from my personal growth days and it's color visualizations. And it goes from the top of your head to your toes and as you focus on your body parts and breathe into them as you go down. 
And I find it very helpful for me. So I do centering because Lord knows meditating and, and focusing with a squirrely brain like mine, where I'm thinking a mile a minute, and that doesn't work for me personally. Um, and then when I actually do have the cravings, I was just sharing with you that uh, finding something that isn't going to make me feel like shit after, you know, because I would go and I would buy all this crap and I'd feel like garbage after, right? Because the, the insulin spikes and the yeah. blood sugar drops and, you know, and then you're, you're, you're even worse, right? And you're, and the next day you feel like you've been hit by a truck, right? So one of the things I started making for myself is I, I find a happy medium, which is I find something savory or salty and I make the best quality version of it possible. So my thing right now is popcorn. I have a nutrition place that sells organic popcorn. And, you know, for people who don't believe in the organic thing, I bought stuff from the bulk barn and I tried that for a week. And, oh, my God, from my stomach to my colon was not happy. Okay. Yeah. And then I went to this nutrition place and I bought and it looked very different. It was fresh. It looked good. And I popped it and I've been eating it for the past week and no problems. Nice. So quality Quality yeah. stuff is so important. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's beef. I don't care, you know, like rock a cow, right? Get the good stuff. Treat yourself to good things. Don't treat yourself to garbage, right? Yeah. If you're going to treat yourself. So I just basically drizzle coconut oil on it and I put a little bit of Himalayan, pink Himalayan salt and I started doing um, caramelized garlic. So I do fresh garlic. And I, I brown it until it's like caramelized and I put that oh on my. and then I, and I drizzle raw uncut honey, right? I have really good stuff that I get and I just do the littlest bit and I tell you that it's just, oh, it's so, it, it's perfect, you know? Portion control, mind you, still learning that. Mm, I still <laughs> tend to eat too much because, you know, my body's going, but we need this whole thing. You know, we need two thirds cup of popcorn to ourselves, you know, but, yeah. um, but yeah, I tend to do that. And then I'm soothing that part of me that needs to feel comforted, right? And that part of me that needs to be held, right? And I know for a lot of people, um, they don't know what that looks like, right? It's so foreign a concept, right? It's so foreign. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. I don't know what this nurturing stuff is. I don't know. What it means is, is if your friend was in need, you know, and they needed something, you know, how would you expect them to treat themselves? Do the same kindness for yourself. You know, really? basically be there for yourself, you know, be your best friend, be your ally. I can't say it enough. I mean, there's enough, you know, animosity out in the world that you don't need to be fighting yourself as well. You don't, yeah. you know, and, um, so, you know, those are basically my things. And I walk, I get moving my body, your body needs blood flow, especially when, um, you know, when your body's going through a lot of stress, right. Hormonally ups and downs, I go for a walk. I jump mm -hmm. on the trail and I just take a gentle walk for, I don't know, 20 minutes, something like that. Just enough to, to exert whatever energy needs to be exerted. And then I come and I lay down or I center. Like these are the things that I do. But food is so important. Eating really, really um, nourishing. I'm not going to say healthy because I think everybody has a different definition of healthy. Um, nourishing. nourishing. Based on getting your nutrients, you know getting your, your fibrous veggies and eating really good healthy fats and, you know, just your body's preparing for carrying a child, right? It's, it's preparing. So to eat a, a fertility-based diet um, will help ease symptoms. And mm -hmm. I've noticed a huge difference, a huge difference in my body when I changed bone broth, huge. Yeah, you know, I, you know, just again, source out the good shit, man. You deserve it. Source mm -hmm. out the good quality stuff and treat yourself you know, like 
the goddess that you are, right? Mm-hmm. And and really nourish yourself. So, yeah, so, so those are some of the things. I mean, I wish I had a cool, you know, Himalayan salt lamp and stuff. I don't have that kind of... I don't. I don't Ooh. have those lovely things. We but, gotta get uh, you one of those, honey. Those are the I bomb, know. and they're they're like super affordable. Anybody who has not does not have one of these. They're super affordable. I find that there's something about the kind of light, and uh, there's studies done on them around asthma and all kinds of air quality kind of things. But um, and there are actually, I saw a place last week. Listen to my squirrel brain. Uh, a, a place <laughs> last week that's actually a Himalayan salt chamber that you go inside, Ooh. and it's all about. Uh, improving lung um, lung capacity and, and just different things like that. So really good for people who have breathing issues. I don't know how much the lamps are really doing that for your, your rooms or your homes, but I absolutely love the light that they give off. It kind of creates a little bit more of a, just a sanctuary. You just feel cozy, cozy and nice and relaxed and all that good stuff. So I'm all about that. So let's give some tangible tips around how to make your cycle more enjoyable. So pipe up at any point christy about anything that you do too besides what you've mentioned so to uh, enjoy my period to make your cycle more enjoyable or more comfortable so one of the things that or tune into it more even you know sometimes it's not going to necessarily be the most enjoyable phase of your life but you could find a new appreciation for that time is kind of where i'm pointing to so Uh, I like to track my cycles. So I use an app on my phone, um, but you can just print off a thing too. There's lots of different ones that you can track online. Um, I can maybe find one of those for you guys. They, uh, I use flow F L O it's an app on your phone and you can actually just see where your cycle is and you know, different things like that. And then I actually will oftentimes just put it right into the calendar because then you can see when the new moon is, when the full moon is kind of see all that stuff happening. And you can build on this and look at like other phases of your cycle and like different aspects of you that might be really amplified in that time. So um, if you have like a super important business meeting, you might not want to schedule it that week of your period. I don't know, just a hunch. Um, But it's typically in like the the ovulation phase where you're a lot more um, outgoing, expressive, just just a lot more I feel like for me anyways a lot more creativity and more um just more space I have more space to take things on and start new projects things like that so that can be a really cool thing I find can be really empowering when you start to understand your cycles a little bit more and you don't just think you're a nut job you know yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uh some I really find the journaling if you are feeling that you are uh a lot of shit's coming up or you're feeling super emotional, your boyfriend doesn't get it, your friends don't get it, take some time alone. I find that 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 solitude can really help you get some clarity, get into your feels, write some stuff down, get some new insights, just clear through some of the things that you might be hanging on to. And I really find, I can't stress enough, even if you are not into journaling, even if you don't like writing, um, how powerful of a practice it can really be, especially around your moon time when you are more sensitive more intuitive you can just like blast out a whole bunch of stuff on the page and be like whoa what was that get some cool insights so and eat chocolate okay i feel like we're shamed a lot for eating chocolate around our periods but um this we were talking about this in episode number two as well with gabrielle you know raw chocolate again what christy just said get the good stuff right when you get the really high quality chocolate uh, you're talking about huge doses of minerals huge doses of antioxidants and it's just it really makes you feel good lots of feel good chemicals in there um brain chemicals and really helps you just like chill out 
I find that the raw chocolate is where it's at. If you're especially, it, it just, I find it just elevates my mood. I don't know about you, but I'm like on oh, that Oh, totally. I mean, that shit is Ooh. jam-packed with so much goodness for your body. And that's why we crave it. You know, totally. your body craves all of the stuff that it provides. So in moderation, again, you know, be kind to your body, but, but understand that have these things in your cupboard so that those are what you're reaching for, yeah. right? Like set yourself up for success, really, <laughs> you know, like make sure you, you, you get yourself prepared for the time. Totally. Set yourself up to win, girl. Yeah. Yes. And stay hydrated. I can't like, this one is huge. I think a lot of us are really on that coffee kick and we're like forgetting to drink water or we're like drinking a little bit of water. Drink a lot of water around your, your cycle. I find that that really helps. Just helps keep things moving. Helps, helps like your body with like literally hundreds of different processes and thousands. And (laughs) yeah, function. It'll help your brain, you know, big time. If you're feeling super emotional, if you're super dehydrated, you tend to not think very clearly and then it can, it can kind of exasperate that problem or the anxiety. So keep really hydrated. Um, I like to do a lot of warm teas too, like keeping myself really warm. I find around my cycle, especially in the winter months, if you live in a cold area, like both Christy and I do, uh, you want to keep yourself warm, like bundle up, wear nice socks, wear leg warmers, um, get, you know, get a hot water bottle out, like get super cozy, keep yourself warm. I find that that actually makes a huge difference for me too. And drinking lots of like um, warming foods, drinking lots of warming drinks, and then eating lots of warming foods really helps to like soothe, comfort, keep your body in more of just a, a, a I like to think more empowered state. <laughs> yes. Um, and there has been a couple supplements that have really been game changers for me. And I would love to hear from you too, Christy, what kind of things that you, cause I know you're, you're in on that too. Like if anything has really worked for you. Um, I feel like there's a lot of different approaches. And again, this is so personal. This is not a one size fits all. Uh, Mm. I would encourage you, just like we're saying, listen to your body. Tap into what some of your uh, sources of imbalance may be, right? So like really take a moment to like, or or more moments than one, um, to really tune into like, okay, you know, this is my lifestyle. These are some of the things that I'm experiencing. Maybe this could be the cause of it. Go see a naturopathic doctor um, go, you know, do some investigating, like start to get really into like your personal experience. So I'm sharing these supplements, not because I think they're right for you, but these are things that have really worked for me. And, um, some of them are a little bit like general, obviously taking a multivitamin, a good quality multivitamin, um, obviously it's going to help pretty much anybody as long as it's a good one. Um, but I find that like for me, especially with the excess estrogen, um, that I was experiencing, this can cause a lot of things. Like if you're experiencing really crazy PMS or, um, you know, like we were talking about just a whole bunch of different symptoms around your period, heavy periods, um, a lot of acne, a lot of, um, like even yeast infections, things like that. A lot of that's caused by excess estrogen or imbalances like that. So I found this is a pretty mainstream product. You can pretty much buy this anywhere now. It's by Lorna. I think her, I think her name's Vanderhog, Vanderhog, Vanderhog. Um, it's called Estra Smart. So Mm. I really like that stuff. It's pretty simple. You can get like a lot of those ingredients in other ways, but I find that that product, it's helped a ton of women. It's really good. There's like an Estra Smart Plus and an Estra Smart. I've used both, love them. Um, Especially if you are estrogen dominant, if you go and get some, any hormone panels done, any hormone testing done, um, and you find out that you're estrogen dominant, that's kind of what leads to a lot of the, the different breakdowns in health is too much estrogen in the body. 
Um, so this, I found that was really powerful. Some of the ingredients in there, um, dim and that kind of thing, they, they helped it actually detoxify some of that excess estrogen. And you'll notice when I first started taking it within about 30 days for my next cycle, huge difference. So it can be little things like that. I'm not going to promise you that just in case your situation's different, but these are little things that can help. So look into that if that's something that you find out for yourself. Um, and using a good quality multivitamin. I'm not talking about those weird, hard, um, <laughs> like Vitapack or whatever. Like just, no. I almost said a brand, but I don't think we should brand shame here. Yeah, probably not brand shaming, but we could <laughs> yeah. very easily do a lot of brand shaming. We could probably Jameson. do an entire I hour mean, of brand yeah. shaming. <laughs> yeah. Um, because there are some seriously bad multivitamins out there, and I don't ever think that they do it on purpose, but... Um, some of them are just not absorbable. I've actually seen, oh my God, I wish I had a picture of this. I can maybe find it online. I saw this cool x-ray of like, um, it was uh, someone's torso and they had been taking these multivitamins for a number of months and they had not gone anywhere. They were actually still inside. Yeah. There was like 40 of them in this person's torso. And I was just flabbergasted. I mean, some of these, and you can stick them in a glass of water for like three days and they don't do anything. Like it's just really weird. So I've actually used the progressive ones. It's really scary. I've used a few different brands. Um, If you guys are curious, I can always share some with you. Um, My mom actually works in a supplement store. Woo, woo, go mama. And uh, she, yeah, she knows all kinds of cool ones. So Um, also vitamin D really helped me a lot as well. That's usually something, especially if you live in a cold place and you're not getting enough sun. Um, Vitamin D can be a game changer. You guys can look into that on your own. I'm not going to go into a whole bunch of shiznit about each of these things. Um, but magnesium, huge. There is this, um, this one product that I absolutely love when I am getting really bad cramping, even when it's not my period, if I'm in pain or any sort, um, if you're like feeling super bloated or you've got like really bad stomach ache or something like that too, this can be great headaches, migraines, all that stuff. Um, it's a ionized magnesium. It's called natural calm. Have you ever tried this? No, I haven't, but I've heard really really good things about it. Yeah, seriously, it's awesome. You drink it before bed, mix it in a little bit of water, a little bit of warm water, just like a raspberry lemon flavor or something, but it's great. And that magnesium has ridiculous amount of functions or or supports a ridiculous amount of functions in the body and really helps to relax muscles and just relax you overall. That's why Epsom salts are so freaking amazing too. So that combo has been really cool. And I've had a lot of friends use evening primrose oil really great results with that too. I struggled with acne for a really long time. I still get a little bit of hormonal acne and um, I've dabbled in that a little bit, but what has actually worked wonders for me, this is something that I actually got prescribed by my naturopath was using a progesterone cream to help to supplement some and just help with the, the estrogen progesterone uh, balance. So there are a lot of resources guys, like, well, ladies, (laughs) I say guys a lot and I think it's just an automatic, but you know what I mean. Uh, there's yeah. just, I'm sharing this with you because there's just so many options. Like you don't have to, um, like what Christy was saying, you don't have to just like accept the first thing that the doctors tell you or the first thing that you find out, like do some exploring, feel out what works for you. There's tons of superfoods now like maca, all these different things that can really help with different aspects of your cycle, with your hormones, um, with your libido, with a whole bunch of things. So yes. And I'm always happy to help, and I'm sure that Christy would love to have conversations with you too. So just reach out to one of us, and we can always talk about some cool options or send you towards someone awesome. So, Absolutely. 
Yeah, I did, um, just to recap, yeah, I do the D3. Um, D vitamin is huge for so many issues, um, including, you know, menstrual. Um, but I also take a really good probiotic. Um, yes, gut, gut health is so important. Cultured foods are so important. Um, the one thing I do want to stress is that um, when it comes to our bodies, I think what we need to first look at is that the symptoms that we have are often, um, you know, kind of the, the superficial symptom of something deeper. Yeah. And so for me, um, I had to look and find where my body was at. And what I mean by that is you need to figure out if your organs are functioning properly, you need to understand what's going on. I had an overgrowth of yeast in my system, which is also known as candida. So before I could heal, I needed to first address the candida. So I needed to be on a specific way of eating. And I also took something that helped that homeopathic, it's uh, Dr. King's Candida. Um, so rather than doing a cleanse, which is often hard on your system, I've done many years of years, this actually helps, it's a homeopathic remedy to um, lessen the symptoms. So stuff that you may think is menstrual could actually be just your body being out of balance, right? Eating a lot of acidic foods, things like that. Like don't just assume that your menstrual issues are only menstrual related, right? They could be part of your body just needing support and care. And so figuring out where your body's at, I mean, I sent myself like thousands of emails over the last five years when I first started this journey. <laughs> I love of, you. No, I'm serious. And I thought I was crazy. And I was like, why do I send myself so many emails? It was like the shame thing that I didn't want anybody to know that I did. But I would GTS, like Google the shit out of whatever I didn't understand. So, you know, GTS, you were teaching me some seriously <laughs> awesome lingo tonight. I, I can't just take say. credit for that. I actually took that from someone. GTS. Mind jams, GTS. But you know, the thing is, is that if you don't look and see what's out there and, and you will learn over time between what's bullshit, you know, what someone's just putting out there for fluff and what's real because you will, you'll try it and you'll know, right? And you'll have life experience. And so for those of you who don't have, you know, a full tool belt yet of resources and you're struggling and you don't know where to start, which I, I meet people like that day in and day out, all I say is start with curiosity. Look at your symptoms. Journaling, like Stacy was saying, is so important. And I, and I agree with it because then you have a benchmark to see this is where my body's at. Mm-hmm. This is what my symptoms are. And then you can actually go equipped to a practitioner or a naturopath or whoever and say, well, this. No. <laughs> this has been a funny theme, this, this podcast, guys. Well, this is the, the joy of live podcasting. So just in case you were wondering. But yes, I promise, promise, promise you that the next one, uh, my internet's fantastic. I can't necessarily promise you that we won't get cutouts in, in communication, but I do promise you that we will not have reverb. I'm going to hire the sound guy. If you are listening to this and you actually know why I'm getting this kind of reverb, then you holler at your girl and tell me why, because I would love to know. I would love to know. All right, hold on. Let's get her back on the line here. I'm doing a little dance, if you can hear me. <laughs> you didn't hear me, but I just swore in French. Nice! <laughs> like, yes! Like, seriously, son of a bitch, what is going on? <laughs> it's okay. I gave a little I gave a little pep talk while I was calling you back. I was like, seriously, this is why we do live calls, and life isn't perfect, and etc. So, yeah. um... But, but you know what, guys, be, be honestly, be curious and you're not, you're not, um, you're not at the mercy of somebody else's opinion. You know, your body, you know, what's going on, pay attention, track it and 
out if it's if it's functioning optimally first because you could find like I did a lot of my what were menstrual symptoms were just my body inflamed like yeah. inflammation to the point where my bones hurt and then once I got through that over the last couple of weeks now I'm going okay my period actually was better not that it's wonderful but I found the symptoms weren't as severe and so the two were correlated so here's the thing it's overwhelming and it's it's um it sucks to be at the mercy of these things, right? And to be coping. Coping is fucking brutal. It sucks. I hate it. I don't ever want to do it ever again. But you know what? Start with figuring out where your body's at. And you may find that by nourishing your body at a very, you know, pr uh, primal level, right? Giving it the nutrients it needs may actually help with your menstruation, right? And you may actually find that the two are correlated. And it's just your body saying, dude, I need shit. Can you pay attention? Right? Totally. Like, that's it. So at least I found that was what my case was, right? Your body, mm -hmm. like your car, needs proper lubrication. You need a tune-up, You know? <laughs> yeah. You just you need – you can't just, like – it's not like a robot. We're not no. robots, you know? No. We need to we need to be aware of that. And so, mm. you know, um, Which and, is and if huge. you need support, need, I'm not trying to interrupt you. I want to interject because yeah. what you just said, seriously, like, ladies, what she just said there – huge 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 especially because we are trying to take care of other people like as women we're naturally nurturing and we want to take care of other people and we want to give all this energy and we want it like if, if it's your kids if it's your your animals your family your home your your boyfriend your partner whomever it's like we're always taking care of other people and just turning that around like like she just said making an appointment for a tune-up getting your regular oil change girl <laughs> And I can tell you honestly, and this isn't me being mean to myself, but I am here in this situation because I gave to the detriment of myself, mm. right? Because I wanted to be a good person because I thought being a good person meant giving to everybody else and putting me last. And I'm telling you, it couldn't be further from the truth. You know, do not give to the detriment of yourself. Give to yourself first. And if people think that's selfish, that's their problem. That's their shit. That's their story. That honestly has nothing to do with you. Give to yourself so that you can show up in the world the way that you want to show up, right? Because you can't give from an empty tank. It just, it's, it's to the detriment of yourself and it doesn't help anybody. It doesn't. Put your and I see people do mask it. on first. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? I'm not, I'm not above any of that. I'm here because I give to others first. And now I'm learning the valuable lesson of how to self care in order to show up the way I want, not to the detriment of myself. Right. But from example, leading by example, saying, OK, this is how you do it, guys, because I'm going to work through it. I'm going to work on my shit. I'm going to work on my shit. I'm going to love myself. I'm not going to be too hard on myself, but I'm be kind and gentle. And I'm going to learn a better way. And then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to support other people to do the same, because that's what this world is about. Empowering other people, supporting each other, because the world needs us. It needs us, Stacey. It needs our love. It needs our warmth. Right? We got so much love to give. So, you know what? Let's start redirecting that, right, to ourselves. So good. Yeah. Mm. Seriously? That was... I, I'm like, I'm looking at the clock and I'm also aware that we've gone over time. And, not over time, there's no <laughs> rules here. But I'm like, right. I'm like, this right here, ladies, is the sweet spot. What she just said was the sweet spot. I think that, because uh, I work with a, um, some women still around, like, just specifically around health, not just, like, coaching and stuff. And... Mm. The common denominator every single time, and I've seen this in my life especially, of course, is 
we are not creating the, the space or the time or the energy for ourselves, for our own self-care, for our own self-nourishment, and to just seriously love ourselves up. And so just yeah. even if it's like, it doesn't mean that you have to spend an entire week vacationing and self-love, although that's fantastic. Um, it can be an extra 20 minutes a day. Like it can literally start that small. So just giving yourself some space to start to really nurture yourself, whether it's your cycle or you're in a different area of your cycle where you're not bleeding or whatever, just giving yourself more love, more, more attention, um, more self-nourishment. It's the game changer every single time. It's like the common denominator of everything. So yes. And, um, this has been absolutely fantastic, Christy. I'm so stoked. We got so many good nugs in here. And uh, that's one of my that's one of my lingo words, nugs. You can use that, little nugs. Um, and to, to, <laughs> I want us to really touch on this just as we're closing out. And I'm going to announce a giveaway as well um, that has to do with this. So I was reading some pretty scary facts about, um, like, uh, I want to say conventional tampons. So uh, there are organic tampons versus non-organic tampons. And there's also like obviously conventional um, pads, etc. cetera. Uh, and there's some other options that we're going to talk about. But uh, I was looking up some pretty scary facts about conventional tampons. And um, there, there's a lot of talk about this. There's there's like a, a smorgasbord of chemicals, but um, we're not gonna, yeah. not going to go necessarily there. But the Food and Drug Administration, um, the FDA, that does a lot of the regulating in the United States... They don't actually require companies to list the ingredients because they consider tampons a medical device. So you can actually, it's fine. There's all kinds of reports about this online that people have tried to contact different companies and get ingredient lists and they'll tell them like, like a couple ingredients, et cetera. But a lot of these actually contain really, really serious um, ingredients. And I'm not going to obviously name any brand or anything like that. But my, my invitation to you is to really think about it. <laughs> think about it for a second. Um, you're like the average woman who uses tampons has a tampon inside her vagina for more than 100,000 hours over her lifetime. 100,000 hours. And, and your skin, especially inside your vagina, inside just even on your regular skin on your fucking knees, is um, extremely absorbent. So you're, you're absorbing anything that's on there. And so... Um, I really encourage you to, if you are totally fixated on using tampons, there's absolutely no judgment there. I use them sometimes too. Um, there is some stuff that, and Christy, you can probably speak to this too, because I know you've done some research about this, about tampons are not necessarily the ultimate option. There is some, some different issues in there. Um, but actually, can you just share some of that right now around what you know about tampons and even if they're, they are organic? Well, and the thing with tampons is it's a very unnatural thing to be doing to our body, right, which is suppressing natural flow. And like you were saying, the the lining inside of the the vagina, um, you know, where the tampon goes, it actually needs time to repair. This is something I just started reading uh, in the last week, and I was fascinated because it said that you're actually – causing um, stress and damage to that area right and it needs time to recoup it's a very sensitive sensitive tissue and so you know when you're doing that constantly not even just from an unnatural standpoint because it's unnatural tampons are unnatural sorry they are sorry not sorry Mm -hmm. but also that there are the stuff leaching into your body, right, that you're absorbing, there are so many women who are getting toxic shock syndrome and who are used, losing limbs or dying. And and it's a real thing, and it's not something that's widely reported. Again, again you know, just not going to get go down that rabbit hole, but, you know, media reports 
in certain people's best interests. And, but the, it is a reality that you are taking your life, like your, your health is at risk when you choose to constantly use one method. So I, over the last five years, went from all tampons to, and liners, right, when you're spotting, to um, pads, um, which was fine for me because my flow wasn't bad. But when I got heavy flow, I really started looking at, you know, the Diva Cup. And mind you, I'm still a little iffy about the icky factor, right, of, of having a cup full and having to properly do that maybe out in public. Um, so I haven't done that yet. But I went and I got the most organic possible pads and liners that I could. No cornstarch in the middle, none of that crap. Um, and I found a good brand that I like the label. Like, honestly, I don't care if it's food that you're putting in your body or if it's a, a product that you're using on your skin or your vagina. Read the goddamn label and GTS that shit and become Seriously, informed. GTS. Be, become informed because you know what? Nobody's going to do it for you. And, and ignorance in this day and age of technology is really not an excuse you know, and, and I can tell you from chronic pain for 15 years, um, and, and, you know, being blissfully ignorant that, um, you don't want to have to be here. So, you know, just be kind to yourself and, and, um, try to wean yourself off that stuff. Try to go as natural as possible and outside of your body, right? Like, because you'll find if you pay attention, um, the benefits, the difference is huge. Like mm-hmm. I don't get as many headaches. I don't feel as shitty. Like I used to get like shitty feeling that all over shitty feeling when I use tampons all the time. And now I don't, you know, wow. I just don't. So I'm, I'm leaning towards the liners, those new underwear that have the liners in them. Yeah. There's a lot of really cool ones coming out. Yeah. There's but some I sexy like the ones, ones, ladies. There's some that look sexy. Don't worry. Well, because they're made by women, right? Yeah. Women are starting to show up in this realm and saying, hey, you know what? If we've got to use it, then we're going to create it. And more power to you. I think that's awesome because, mm-hmm. I mean, we know what we need, right? And I think it's about fucking time. But um, but I definitely think, you know what? Challenge yourself to try it if it's uncomfortable just to see if it helps you health-wise, right? To see if there's a benefit um, to doing it, you know? And I think that's anywhere in life. Just try stuff. And see if it works, see if it fits. And if it doesn't, try something else. But stagnation is the death of us. So just trying, trying, stuff. curious, um, and, and do what's in the best interest of your body. And you won't, you won't regret it. You won't, yeah. your, your quality of life, it's the quality of life that will increase. And, and if you don't, um, if you think you have a shitty quality of life now, wait till you get unwell, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Preventative ladies, preventative. Totally. And like, I've been leaning towards the Diva Cup, too, and uh, I think I'm going to start using that. I think it's super just gonna cool. just going to do it. I'm just going to get over myself. I I'm watched a little video on it. Ladies, baby, baby. if you are not sure about what it is, <laughs> you can check it out online. It it looks fantastic. And I've, I actually have a couple girlfriends who use it and love it. So yeah. I think it's not necessarily for everybody. And, I mean, it's not to say that tampons are, like, you know, horrible. But just like she said, try different things, right? I use organic tampons sometimes because I just, I'm comfortable with that, but I'm still, I'm slowly, I'm definitely starting to transition, like slowly starting to see that, you know, there's other options for sure. And, uh, can we just for a second though, (laughs) before we move on from this topic, um, because I know that some women are still using scented tampons and pads and seriously, um, love you girl, love what you're trying to do there, trying to make, trying to make make it all smell nice that's super great but um it actually is proven that it can make the odor worse and 
just overall, again, coming back to using something that's artificial around your vaginal area, holy moly, talking about super increased risks of yeast infections and many more worse things. There's a lot of different links to a lot of these scented products. Um, it's, this is lady talk radio. I can say whatever the fuck I want. And I, I was just going to say, let's get into this. I was going to say like, like I am not yeah. in any way, shape or form shaming you for using these products. I totally get it. And if there isn't, if you didn't know, you didn't know, right? Like I've totally done things like that before where I was like, damn it, had no idea. So I yeah. get it. Right. But stop immediately. If you are using these products, seriously, just stop. Um, any kind of scented products near, near, near the, the yoni. It doesn't, you don't need anything scented around there. Truthfully, you don't. And if you are having problems with odor and things like that, you need to, to really start looking at some of the products that you're using. Are you using um, soaps, weird vaginal cleaning, weird soapy things? Um, you have a really sensitive pH there, just like your mouth, just like your skin everywhere. Um, and if you start disrupting that, you're going to have a lot of different symptoms. And also, again, coming back to what Christy said, and thank you for mentioning that because I meant to and totally forgot, was the, the probiotics. Using a really healthy probiotic, if your gut flora is off, everything is going to feel really gnarly. So, um, but using anything that is like plastic, like all of these scented products and pads, all this stuff, they've got tons of weird chemicals in them. So, um, I'm not doing any brand shaming just to be clear. This is totally my own personal insight here. Do it. But, uh, I'm not like (laughs) Oprah Winfrey getting sued by the tampon industry. Um, I, uh, they're, they're linked to all kinds of hormone disruptions, um, anything from like, yeah, birth defects, um, just vaginal dryness, infertility, all kinds of crazy shit. So get away from those scented tampons and pads. In fact, if you're using scented anything, like all of these products that we put in our homes, like, you know, the air freshener thingies, if I actually get into somebody's car... I'm talking about this because it's actually very similar. They use very similar (laughs) ingredients in those that they do in your tampons. So um, I've actually gotten into people's cars and like we'll stop at a gas station and I'll literally like pull the thing out of the car and like fucking throw it away. And and they'll get back in the car and be like looking at me funny like what did you just do? You just got into some shit. I no joke. I've done that so many times. I will literally throw people's air fresheners away because I've done a lot of research on these. This is why we're friends. This is why we're friends, Chrissy, because you know that I'm cray about the scented weird shit. And all of this comes back yeah, to I've hormone disruption, you know? <laughs> right? And it's, they're, they're, yeah. I'm not going to go on a super more tangent about it, but just to come back to exactly what Chrissy just said, do your research. Do your research. Stop putting weird science experiments near your vagina and start actually using natural products that's the way it was intended to be you'll feel better you'll have better symptoms and heck who knows it might even improve your health so um with that let's announce a little giveaway because oh by the way i want to say don't use soap okay just use warm water honestly your vagina doesn't need anything other than warm water and when your body's in line with what you're eating and stuff like my bo doesn't even smell anymore hallelujah so let me just tell you just get your diet right get your diet right seriously and yeah and if you're like no girl things are not working down there like it's not it's not um by covering it up or trying to put other things like to fix it it's not it's just causing more imbalance trust me there's tons of research about this you can go online and read all about it um and just experiences right women to women here don't use the weird soaps and um yeah so the diva cup is going to be part of the giveaway because i figure why the heck not 
I'm going to do, uh, I'll announce some of the, the stuff on the We Are Lady Alpha Facebook page. So this is a new page. Obviously, We Are Lady Alpha is pretty new too. So go over there, find We Are Lady Alpha on Facebook, like us, and I'm going to be announcing some stuff on there. I'm going to get, I think I'm going to do a random giveaway. I'm, I was debating on the date. So uh, I'm thinking at the end of December, somewhere around Christmas, a little Christmas basket for you. Um, and we're going to do a Diva Cup. I'm going to do a one fudge chocolate bar, which is a raw chocolate bar from my, my girl Gab. She makes amazing, amazing raw chocolate. She was talking about it on episode number two. And so that'll be one giveaway. And then the next one is going to be, uh, the book Pussy, a reclamation. So bam. Oh girl. I'm so glad you said that. (laughs) The book. That was in your first ep- well that was in your first episode I remember you guys talking about that and I thought damn it I need that book so that's like the perfect Well you might win girl. package right You there. might win. Well, yeah so what I'm going to put some that's instructions in-, in there and um, I will there is the biggest mosquito in my office that I have ever seen I'm not even kidding you <laughs> I used to live in the Middle East and in Asia and this is the hugest mosquito I've ever seen in my whole life so he is like on the hunt so I have no idea what's going on there um <laughs> Just to give you guys a little insight into my office living right now. Um, no, I am not in Bali. I am in <laughs> I am in Vancouver. Um, so I'm excited about giving that that little giveaway there. Uh, so yes. So some of the ways that you can enter will be in the uh, instructions. But one of those things is going to be commenting on the post, sharing the post, tagging a couple friends. Obviously, the typical social media kind of giveaway. So I am excited about that because why not get some free shit? And also, why not get some awesome free shit that actually enhances your your uh, woman experience and life? So, super exciting. And uh, if you're looking for, uh, I think you've heard more about my lady posse, Chrissy, but I'm talking to the listeners in terms of if you are looking for a space to connect with like-minded women, to explore who you are as a human being, not necessarily just about your period, (laughs) but obviously about all the different areas of your life and all of the wonderful things that make you you and really start to increase your self-confidence and tap into your mojo. Uh, We have what is called the Lady Posse. It's an online community of women and we grow together, we glow together and we have an awesome time together. And uh, we love to support women just like you that are coming up against things in your life and really just want a support system of women who fucking get it. So if you're interested in that, you can go to weareladyalpha.com slash the posse and check us out. We would love to get to know you. And if you are new to this whole experience of Lady Talk Radio, I would love to hear your comments, your feedback, your questions. Um, I'm deciding on a topic for next week's show and I will be posting that up as well on We Are Lady Alpha on Facebook. So you got to get at me on there. You got to be there if you want to know what's going on. Because you can actually fire me questions through the week now. And then I will talk about them on the show. Like I'm listening to my own voices in my own head when I'm reading off your questions. But you know what I mean. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that it's a real message. It's not just, you know. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I had this whole vision in my head. Okay, let me just let you in for a second. I had this vision in my head of me getting all these messages and then answering the, the, the answers on air and people being like, she didn't really get those. That's just, she's just, yeah, whatever. Um, I will get some real, real comments, real questions from you guys, and I will answer them on air. And I didn't actually uh, really open up the phone lines tonight. I don't think there's a ton of live listeners because we're pretty new, but uh, you can call in live. We can have live conversations next week. I actually don't know if I'm going to bring a guest on next week. I may or may not. And uh, you guys can just call in and, and we can have a little chit chat on air. So 
super fun stuff is going to be going down. So I'm really excited. Christy, thank you again so, so much for your wonderful energy, your wonderful insights, just your wonderful everything in the world. I adore you so, so greatly. And um, we're going to have to do this again sometime. Yeah, thanks for firing me up. I was all chill today when we talked this morning. I was feeling very zen. And then as soon as we got going, I was like, oh, my God, the fire in my belly. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm loving – I love the energy that comes out of our conversations because you know what? We're going to move mountains, darling. Yes. It's going to happen. If you I miss, love what you're doing. Uh, thank you so much. And I was going to say to the listeners, if you want to connect with Christy, if you want to connect with either of us, any questions, any insights, anything, any follow-up from some things that you might have learned today – feel free to get at me as well. And I would love to share those with Christy if you uh, have something to share with her. So have a wonderful evening. Thank you again so much for tuning in. This has been a slightly longer episode. I'm sure I'm going to do that sometimes. And uh, really excited. Wednesday night, have an amazing week. Finish strong. Honor yourself. Love yourself. (laughs) This has been Lady Talk Radio. 